Welcome back to the Pain and Jungle Podcast. My name is Ted. My name is Jung. And we are back with episode 19? I forgot. 19, I I think. It's hard to keep Um, track. First off, we just like to say, so last last week when we released, Mm -hmm. um, we had two uh, hooligans on the show. (laughs) Yeah. And surprisingly, they have the most amount of views from the season (laughs) so far, so congratulations, Justin Jabin. We'll have you guys on again, too. I think Jung and I talked about, like, doing it again. Yeah, with them because it was it was very chaotic, but it was one of the longest episode. At the same time, it felt very short, like stupid short. <laughs> yeah, like we wasted. Like it, that I feel time. like it needs, yeah. needs like five more parts after that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we actually yeah. got double the amount of listenership. So if you're one of them, thank you. Mm. I guess um, today we have. What should I, how should I introduce this man? Even better, the redemption arc. <laughs> The redemption arc arc of my my mistakes, (laughs) (laughs) as we call it. That's right. Um, He was the supposed to be guest, the Plan A guest. Remember, Mm, we kept calling Justin and Javen the Plan B guest. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, throughout Uh, throughout the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan B. So I was like, this is the guy that you got on your knees last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually on my knees. Okay, okay. I don't know if Justin believes. Were you the witness? I was. Yes, he actually did get on, (laughs) get down on his knees. But the man Justin Choi is in the house (laughs) today. Justin. Thank you, thank you, Justin. Why yeah. don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the to Pain Jungle people? Well, I get one. Yeah, um, yeah. First off, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, very happy to be here finally, after many attempts. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was <laughs> many attempts, <laughs> or just to like hang out with you guys, you know. Oh, which yeah, was, yeah. which was, you know, of course, I want to uh, see how the podcast is run and everything, but of course, mm. to meet uh, you two. Um, yeah, for a second I thought Ted just had something against me and <laughs> didn't like want to see me, but like um, I think it all just comes from a place of pride. <laughs> oh, wow. He's an avid listener. He's going to fit in. I, I He's going to fit in easily. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So my name is Justin. I am a uh, student, um, husband, uh, recovering golf addict, and um, uh, avid subscriber to the podcast. So happy that. to be here. Woo. Thank you. Woo. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. It's a little nerve wracking, I have it? to say. And mm. it's kind of cool. It, it like, looks like I'm looking at like professionals at work. Yeah. Because how you guys just started. Yeah, yeah. I thought there'd be, because you said let's do like a rehearsal or whatever. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. you guys just go straight into it. So. Yeah, yeah. That's how we do it. It's we weird. Do it very, it's really weird. Yeah. Because usually like we'll ask people to be on. And like we don't think much. Of, I think Jung and I were just like, yo, let's just like hang out. Mm-hmm. Right. We just have mics on, right? right. That's how I always describe it. But then they're like, "What would I say?" Right, <laughs> like, right, like right. I'm actually scared. Like something about talking into the mic just like changes the person. Especially with double the subscribers now, I'm yeah. like, I'm oh. feeling the pressure. So now we got. I go need to triple yeah. the subscribers yeah, yeah. next From week. From last so. week, so Sheesh. Justin, Javen, you, you guys better watch out. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, yeah, let's just uh, let's just get into like a. Are we are we allowed to? I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this, but Justin actually mentioned to you. That Just yeah, yeah. Okay. our ep- our episode inspired him to oh, start his own yes. right with his friend. Yeah, how's that? Yeah. How is it still in the brainstorming? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right yeah, okay. that's a good place to start. Um, mm. So Pastor Jason from the youth group here, oh. um, he first introduced me to the podcast uh, one day we were hanging out, oh. and then I don't know. So suddenly there was this rush of like inspiration oh, that wow. filled me. Yeah, like I mean to you guys, like you guys just say you're just hanging out. Yeah. But then, so that was like the initial reaction was like, wow, I'm really inspired. And then um, I was like, oh, I'm going to reach out to my friends and see, do we want to make something of our own? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then while listening to more of your uh, past episodes, mm-hmm. I was even more inspired because of like 
the purpose behind it yeah. was to mm-hmm. form community mm-hmm. and was to really bring like create this atmosphere right mm. which is hard to do like, right uh, atmosphere uh it's really hard to produce uh something especially the way that you would want to yeah and so yeah that really inspired me as so well like man i i really want to start a podcast with my friends uh because it'll be a good way to you know keep our friendship going yeah. stay in mm-hmm. touch yeah. and just keep this open lines of communication um mm. because now we're all older and we have families mm. and stuff so yeah. it's getting harder so true, uh, yeah. so yeah thank you guys so much for planting that seed and mm. we're having our first executive meeting uh executive this coming day. saturday okay it's, it's one of my <laughs> buddies uh bachelor party this weekend so oh, wow. we just made it like okay yeah. since we're all here like let's make it our first meeting and and so yeah so that's where we're that's, at that's exciting dude it's exciting Jason's out here doing God's work. I know, right? Like, I don't even know if he listens to our. (laughs) Maybe he's like, yeah, he's just like, oh, like you check out the podcast. Yeah, yeah, like, have you heard it? No, he's like one of those like (laughs) workers. Yeah, yeah, that's That's awesome. Do you guys have a? You guys have an idea of what the name is gonna be? Uh, we have a couple uh, in the running, uh, mm. which I, obvi- I haven't shared with the rest of my group, so yeah. uh, I don't know if they might be listening, but so, oh. sorry, guys. Okay, confidential. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one is uh, called Office Hours, Ooh. and uh, there are a couple, couple reasons behind it. Uh, one is because all the friends we met in college, okay. um, so kind of fits Office Hours, and office two was hour. we have like an inside joke, because we had this one dude we would always find him in the library, mm-hmm. but he's never studying. Like he's <laughs> never, he's not known to be someone who studies at all. Okay. And so we're like, dude, like what are you doing in the library all the time? Cause whenever we're looking for him, he's in the library. Uh-huh. And then like all of a sudden, like these girls walk in. Mm. And so, and then sitting where he's sitting. So we're like, oh, okay, you're holding office hours. Wait, then, <laughs> wait, what kind of office hours? Would they so be? he would like Just time it right when like these girls would be studying there and then uh-huh. would reserve the spot. And then so they would come and then he would try to talk to them and like stuff like that. Was he so. like fake tutoring them or something? Or no, just, no, just straight flirting. Yeah. So wow. Just want to be so, so he, he got their schedule. But it was a, yeah, it was a regular time. Wow. He would reserve a seat and then they would show up. So yeah, that's a respect. Uh, did he did he end up getting? No. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the office hours weren't as productive. Dang, no. <laughs> but I like the name actually. It's very interesting. Mm. Yeah. Anything else? Just that you guys um, you guys just be like talking about life right just yeah we're just just keeping in touch um because like i said we're all kind of dispersed uh in terms of like distance like physical distance wise too but Mm -hmm. also like in the busyness of our lives too right right. um we're kind of all split up so i think just like hang out and and you know keep in touch Mm -hmm. so probably not as regular as you guys are doing it Mm. but then more so regular yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah dude i don't know man like as as I get older, I realize just how valuable it is to just have like one or two friends who's like willing to check up on you, right? Or mm-hmm. being able to just meet up. Um, it's even tough because in your case, you moved right from away from your friends and well, mm-hmm. you said they're scattered, but yeah. yeah, it gets even tougher. And you gotta cherish what you got right now, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> I feel highly uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I got like two adults in the room and I'm like out here like, it's no, 21. no, it's, it's like, not. Are you 21? I'm still 21. Oh, wow. Yeah, turning. Did you not know his age? No, he seems, I mean, because you just yeah. seem super mature. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. That's the like, joke I'm not here. even like <laughs> saying this to like be like prideful or anything. Yeah, pretentious or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I do get that a lot. Yeah. Because I do yeah. hang out with older yeah. people. You know so. what? That's perfectly fine because yeah. I get that. I used to get that all the time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Like they always said, like I'm like an old man in a oh, and like young a person body. Yeah. body. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that mm-hmm. <laughs> joint pain, yeah. like all that oh, kind of, <laughs> all that kind of good stuff. Do you do you like that? Like calling being called like more mature. Mm. Let me let me pose the question a different way. Do okay. you like being like labeled as the mature one mm. in a group of quote unquote not so mature friends? Or would you rather be the <laughs> immature like one objective speaking? Like <laughs> not so mature friends. But like you're known as like the fun kid or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everybody would would I like to hang out with you regardless. Uh-huh. Regardless, well, I think I I think like just to like put it to comparison, but not to call him out at the same time. But like Justin, <laughs> Justin Rowe. I'm not saying he's even immature, but what he gets a lot is like, oh, you look a lot younger, he and like you see, like because he's so like energetic and like bright. Yeah, we'll go to like restaurants and they're like, oh, like, like you seem really young, like, or they'll like talk to him like he's a kid. Yeah. One time, one time, so we went to like a dorebang in San Francisco, uh-huh. and we're we're like just chilling out and like, um. Apparently, like it was like a karaoke slash bar, but we didn't yeah. know. Like all right. of us managed to walk in, uh-huh. even like Hedgy. Uh-huh. Like you know, I don't know if you remember Hedgy. Yeah, she's actually the first person I met. Like oh, sitting wow. down. Oh, uh, at the oh, restaurant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm. she's she's like what? She's eighteen now. Eighteen, nineteen, yeah, somewhere 19, something like that. But young, yeah, like, younger than Justin for yeah. sure. Yeah, and like we all managed to get in, and like we already sat sat down. Like we're like trying to turn on songs, and then like the the Ajima working there was like. Oh, are you guys gonna drink? And then she like looks at Justin. It was like, "Can I see your ID?" And then he's like, "Oh, I'm not like 21." Because at the time he was still 20. Yeah. Which is like almost there. Yeah. But he's and she was like, "Oh, like, like you look 18." Uh-huh. And Hedgy was just kind of smirking on the side. Yeah. And then Justin was like, really mad. Because we're like walking out and they're like, oh, you guys have to go. Like, you can't be under 21 here. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And then, but like, Hedgy didn't even get mentioned. We're leaving and he's like kind of mad. Yeah. But he gets something like that a lot where people think he's younger, maybe just the way he behaves or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he's like youthful, you know? Yeah. But what I was telling him, because he's like, dang, like, I wish people would like think I'm older. I was like, but yo, like, when you're older, you'd rather be called youthful. Like, like you look younger than your age. So you're not actually old until you like being called young. I always thought it was when you're older, you want to be youthful in your physical appearance. Maybe right? that's why he gets called that too. Just like mm. he dresses very like, kind of like street style, like very yeah. like, you know, yeah, like teenage. Sometimes like I dress like, like your casual like office worker maybe. Like I just wear like jeans and like a polo. Yeah. Or like, yeah. like golf style, like yeah. my dad. Like sometimes it's like, I look like my dad a lot. Mm. But like Justin wears like very like he like thrifts clothes and like antique like he got like graphics and like yeah. big shoes and like baggy pants, so maybe that's why he calls gets more like young mm-hmm. tag mm-hmm. on it. Do but you feel like you sometimes get placed in a box of like, like this? Oh, Ted's this mature guy, and you kind of have to mm. act a certain way. Mm. You feel like you can't kind of get out of that box. Mm. A little bit, just because if you like look at the group at our church, like I'm one of the only guys, like my age, like the two thousand. But I would even say, like, I think Jung talks about this a lot. It's like every year is like so different. Like starting from like the 2000s, yeah. like every year after that, the kids are just more exponentially like crazy or like yeah. like stupid or something. <laughs> like Or smarter. Yeah, yeah or definitely yeah. or smarter, sure. I mean, rare cases. But <laughs> I, I think sometimes, yeah, because I'm like, I'm the only like, I'm the oldest one. That's like just a fact. Mm. But 
it like causes people to go like, oh, so like Ted, what's the plan? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, you you think of something like, yeah, <laughs> like why am I the guy? Yeah, so maybe just that. That's also because you've always been in that like leadership position, even when you were in youth group, right? Like you you had a lot more responsibilities than your other fellow youth students yeah. back then, and so now they kind of do see you as this. Go-to. Yeah, like uh, like. Yeah, just like if something wrong happens or like something stops happening, they'll just yeah. be like, like look back at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want? <laughs> so to that point, I wonder if it's like the chicken or the egg. Like, is it because you're a mature person that you took on all these things, mm. or is it because you're kind of handed all these things that when you were like younger that you built up these leadership the yeah. traits? You know, hmm. that's a very interesting question. Wow, what, why is this? No, I feel like this, this is, is I'm the you. guest now. You're, Justin you're the, and John. This is a hostile takeover. <laughs> Wait, so. I, you guys had a conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah. me and John are gonna take over. All right, we'll do a name change. It's now called Office Hours. <laughs> Welcome to Office Hours. Um, no, I mean, yeah, just to answer your question. I feel like part of me, because looking back, like in middle schools, I, I was actually a very shy kid, mm-hmm. very sensitive, very shy. I think freshman year of high school, maybe eighth grade, like I was pushed into a position like that. But also because like I wanted to, because I was noticing that there is no change or like there is no initiative from yeah. people at church. So I was just like, well, I can just easily be like, hey, everyone, let's like meet on Friday yeah. and have worship or like do fellowship. Yeah. And then like it naturally be like, oh, Ted, like you have everyone's contact info. Can you like keep doing that? Mm. And it naturally became. So it's like a mixture of both. But there was yeah. like the desire, but also, yeah, yeah like it's, it's sort of like if you're the only one available, then you automatically just become right. the most busy with, yeah. that, with all that. But my no. wife's gonna cringe so hard, but that's like sounds exactly like my situation oh, growing up really? at church. Uh-huh. It was my old church was just about this size, kind of similar situations yeah. from what I could gather from the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very similar. You're like young Justin, but can sing and play guitar. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! You didn't lead worship. Like I, I feel uh, like no, you no. definitely mentioned something about doing worship. No. Oh no, I was the PowerPoint guy for like Power- twelve oh, years. You know how important the power? No, 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 no. But uh, I don't me, think me and Pastor Jason had a like an enthusiastic conversation about it. Mm. Man. But PowerPoint, dude, it it could make or break it the for entire me. service for sure. Yeah. For I don't sure. think Jave, I think Javen's still grasping the importance of this. <laughs> like he knows that very well. Yeah. Like I tell him, like, yo, you're the hard carry. Yeah. He's like, okay. Yeah. And moves on. But like, yeah, I know, I know you and PJ because PJ mentioned it to me too. Like. Mm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this because he told me about it, but like apparently Justin, like sometimes like if Javen's like, let's say he got like an hour of sleep, right? And he's like kind of like lagging on pressing the next slide. Uh (laughs) PJ told me that Justin told him that if Javen or whoever's doing slides is like late when I sing it and it comes out, like he won't sing the song. (laughs) He he won't sing that slide because like, oh, no, palak. And then he just move on. It's hundred percent true. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just, of course, I'm joking. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's just kind of yeah. like that. There's an importance of leading the congregation with the lyrics on yeah. the screen before whoever's singing. Because yeah, like personally, I, yeah, I'm leading worship. But like, how are ever, how is everyone gonna follow right. if it's not like right. on time or like whatever? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how. Like when I was in you, the way we did practice was even the tech team had to come to the right percent oh, right yeah, and yeah. so that's their time to like type up the powerpoint but also get in practice with 
being able to press the button in sync, right? So that everything will kind of move slowly. Because there's like a transition, like, like right? smoothly. Yeah, yeah, yeah like exactly. There's like a, like a two second lag yeah. for everything to show up. So you got to hit it like on the last word. Yeah. So that is it it's that moment like when I'm up there leading song, right? Occasionally you'll there will be a point where everybody's like all of a sudden start looking back and you see everything. <laughs> yeah. right? and it's not just one or two people. It's like five or 10 people just looking back all uh, simultaneously. Yeah. And I already know it's like, dude, the dude didn't press the button. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like playing league with the heli, hella laggy computer. Yeah. It's like, you need to press Q a little bit faster yeah. than when you expect them to show up. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I didn't yeah, really you, that. that compensation. <laughs> you press it ahead of time. <laughs> wow. It's crazy. But what about uh, you, yeah, Justin? Justin. Uh, you mentioned that you are a recovering golf addict. What does that mean? Yes. Uh, so I picked up my first club when I was pretty young, uh, maybe like seven or eight. But then after that, I never really worked on it. Um, but then when I was in college, I wanted to kind of uh, build up my relationship with my dad a little yeah. bit more. Mm -hmm. And so he loved golf. And oh, so, you know, mm -hmm. like guys, like I'm not going to go up to my dad and be like, like, let's go out, have dinner, you know, it's kind of yeah. awkward. But so, but then like playing sports, like golf together was so, so natural. Yeah. And so, mm. and you don't really have to talk that much, you know, That's true. Mm. Uh, just focus on your game. But then you're just spending time though. It's cause right. it's what, four and a half hours around. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why I kind of went back into it. Um, mm. But, and then right before COVID happened, a uh, bunch of my friends got into it too. And mm. so, you know, that's when it gets really fun. When mm. like there's competition and your right. friends, money. your friend, yeah, a little yeah. money. Uh, and then you're, like you show up a week later and then suddenly your friend's better than you. It's like, mm -hmm. what? Like, what? how practicing. much are you practicing? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? right. And so, so that got really uh, fun. And then COVID happened. And then of course we were all at home until like maybe May, June, and then uh, golf course opened back up. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of when everything like exploded for us, uh, for me too. Um, and then, so I was like mad crazy about golf. Like, mm. And then when I moved up to Sacramento, uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, Cordova Golf Course. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was there Monday through Friday, at like eight to one p.m. Like wow. every single like Five hours. hours. Did a you day. get the key and just like <laughs> I got the key, um, and so I don't know if this should leak, but I'm sure the Cordova guys won't listen to this. <laughs> but so the leak, uh, the key that I got for the golf range, right? Yeah. So they actually gave me the staff key, I think, because it was like unlimited balls. <laughs> I think I but then you know telling. like it's for me I was just you know just being ignorant about it and just getting balls like oh right. balls are coming out so I just kept playing so you it you didn't even put money on it but like I oh, didn't, yeah <laughs> so um, I would hit like 600 balls every day <laughs> <laughs> how much is and that like it's a uh, 100 balls maybe like 10, 10, 15, 10 dollars 10 dollars yeah yeah it's like 60 dollars a day times free. like 3 yeah. months Dang. No, I, I I played like that for almost a year and a half. A year and a half. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like a total noob. And uh -huh. then I went to like now I'm like a, I would say like a plus nine handicap. Which mm. is not really good, but not terrible. It's um, like roughly like 30K in golf balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like $30,000. I hope I didn't really. break any laws. No, but I mean, I don't it's think their so. fault, you know. They just gave you the wrong. Do you still have program. the? Do you still use that key? So it, it expires after a year. Oh, okay. So okay. it expired last year. Mm. Unfortunately. Darn. Uh, <laughs> Darn. But I'm recovering, meaning like I don't, I don't, I'm, at, I'm not at that like level anymore of yeah, addiction. I'm at a place where you know it's like when you first, if you guys played like League or whatever or whatever game you play, mm -hmm. like you know you kind of get like super addicted and you kind of get to this 
point where like it's not fun anymore mm-hmm. unless you're playing with your friends. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I'm at that place now where I don't feel like I wanna hit balls all day long, but it's like if my friend's in town, like I would love to go out and yeah. play around. Did, weren't you with one of them when I met you at Gangnam? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this weekend a couple of my buddies just uh, came, came up and then nice. we played we played twenty seven holes on Saturday and then another 18 on Sunday. So wow. my back is like killing me. Wait, so do you do like 18 one place and then you go hit nine at yeah. another course? Wow. In the afternoon. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I'm actually trying to get into golf. Really? Just because like my business people, like the place I work, okay. like I could tell they're all into golf because mm-hmm. they're all wearing like Nike polos <laughs> and all that. Like you can just. Yeah. Maybe you and Richard could hit balls together. Me and, <laughs> me and Yeah. He, he means P. Rich. Uh, but because yeah. I work. With him. Oh, you do? <laughs> this is funny because, so I actually work at the same company as him right now. At Smud. Yeah, at Smud, yeah. yeah. But uh, I've, I've, I've been cracking this joke. I, I think the first person I told was like Chanmi or something. was like, hey, so like now that Peerage and I are like coworkers, like I can call them rich. Right. Like, like just at work. So there's actually a, we actually have a lunch coming up with my boss, mm. Peerage. Mm-hmm. Or rich. You think you're gonna be calling him Peerage? Well, like I dinner? wouldn't call him Peerage at that lunch, what, just because like what would be the reason to in front right. of my boss? Or like if you need him to like pass you the sauce or anything? You well, like okay, attention. if it's just him and I there, you're I'm like, not gonna boy. be like, hey, you're Richard, <laughs> give me the ketchup, yo. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't do that to him. But like, yeah, if I'm like mentioning him yeah, yeah. to my boss, like yeah. I like I did that through text already. Yeah. <laughs> like when we were setting up the date, I was like, so like my boss named Steve. He's like, oh, so like. Ted, like, we should schedule a lunch with, like, you, Richard, and I. I was like, yeah, sure. And then he, like, made a group chat on Teams, like, with the three of us. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, oh, like, hello, gentlemen, like, trying to set up a date. And then P. Rich was in the chat, but I responded first because it was, like, the week before retreat. Yeah. And I was like, so Richard and I will be at a church retreat in the upcoming, like, couple days, <laughs> just so you know. And then, like, we, like, grabbed the date. Mm. So it's coming up in a few days. Were you Were you nervous when you... Well, I like, like first thing I did was I sent that. I like, I like showed Joan. I like, look what I did. And then I pressed it and I sent a <laughs> screenshot to Chanmi and I was like, you know, you I, I got the proud. R word. I got the R word. <laughs> yeah. R word pass. You <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Courage, but uh, yeah, no, it's chill. Going back to golf. So mm. my dad super into golf. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Joan, my sister, she's right. Yeah. She was into golf for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, and then like naturally my mom and I would just go to the course when they're playing and then drive the carts, mm-hmm. like bring food, like eat it with them. But it's a, it's like a pretty, it's a pretty fun sport as long as you're good. Like as long as you can hit mm-hmm. the ball, then it, it seems really fun. Cause it's like upgraded mini golf. Like you're actually doing more than just the putting. Yeah. I think if you have managed expectations, it, mm-hmm. it can be very fun. Cause yeah. golf is I think all about expectation. Like I want to hit this shot, yeah. you know? but then is like within your skill level. But if it's not, then obviously you're not gonna hit that shot and then you're gonna be disappointed, you're gonna be mad. But then yeah. if you have that, you know, manage it well, then like, oh, that, like that's where I'm at, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like that's a hard part of golf because a lot of people, they over- Yeah, because they just yeah, swing and like their, or yeah, like skills and miss the ball or like- Yeah, so you're gonna have a horrible day. Yeah. That's a lot of, I feel like that's a, that kind of goes for a lot of other sports too, or even activities, right? Like even basketball, like Mm -hmm. there are days when you're just not going to hit your shot at all, right? Yeah. Even though you're good. Yeah. Yeah, And it's it's just going to frustrate you. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of like the level of expectation that you have. But there's something so humbling about 
going even just going to the range and like yeah. swinging as hard as you can and the ball is still in the middle. <laughs> like that's like yeah. one of the most like stressful things and like when you like learn to like slow down and like mm-hmm. focus on your swing like because the ball's not going anywhere exactly like <laughs> unless you do it right and you take right. your time with it but other sports is kind of like you could just jump into a game like pick up you know and like mm-hmm. try to shoot the ball it's like, oh right. you'll like shank it but like golf is just because it's so small because <laughs> it's such a small like target yeah. and like in like such a vast area and just laughing at you just yeah it's like you. you miss like it kind of yeah. just like went like this or like knocked off the tee yeah <laughs> but like, and then you gotta like play it off like that was my practice swing yeah, yeah, yeah that was my practice swing <laughs> and like everyone's looking at you yeah, yeah. exactly that too it's yeah. like just one person and like i can't even imagine like professionals they got like a whole gallery of people you know it's what like, i did sh- you know what i hate it's like when you move on to like hole five or whatever and you tee it up and you look back and there are people like putting uh-huh. like putting on the Whole four, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, you guys play slower than mm. the speed that they play. Do so you feel even more pressure to like yeah, go like faster? Keep going, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you hit it, and it like goes out of bound. Yeah, <laughs> and then the people behind you are like, can we just <laughs> yeah. pass? Like, we'll we'll skip this yeah. hole. We'll just go in yeah. front of you guys. I just let them go, and then there's like people behind them that I gotta yeah. like. Dude, it's like a domino. Man, does your sister is she gonna play golf even when she's in college? Um, not like for the school. Mm. I think but I know she said she just wants to play because she so it's weird like she's going into dentistry yeah she's always had like business on her mind and like honestly I could see Joan as like a business like owner or something like on the Mm -hmm. side but like she always talked about like golf is where you network like Mm -hmm. especially like bigger companies or whatever like when you're trying to meet people you could just golf because you won't be like all right so like you know like we're gonna hit that soccer game and like meet the directives <laughs> like <laughs> that doesn't usually happen because yeah. especially like when you get older like golf or like nowadays pickleball seems like a pickleball yeah like, a like tennis middle range like tennis is still i think it requires a lot of energy mm. like you need good joints and like all of that mm. but uh yeah golf seems like the sport to, to pick up when you want to meet mm. new people or just like it's like a sport for everyone mm-hmm. as long as they've like played it before somewhere mm. And when you go by yourself, like, cause I do, cause in the beginning there was no one who wanted to go. Uh, just, yeah, so I just played, like, I just show up by myself, and then there's three random people, and you spend oh, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. four or five hours just getting to know three strangers. Right. Mm. And so that that and you you have a common love for the sport, so that that mm. part is really cool too. It's true. It is a gentleman's sport too. Yeah. It's an easier. Does your <laughs> Does your wife like golfing too? Uh no, <laughs> she. <laughs> She doesn't like any physical activity uh, mm. besides um, Pilates. So oh, she's, okay. she's really into Pilates. Pilates. Mm. Uh, I bought her a golf set. Um, and so I got her driver, irons, everything, putter. Uh, we, we went, we, she used it once and then it's just <laughs> it's in the garage. Yeah. So. Was that, was that um, like, did she try to get into it? And that's why, or was I it wouldn't you, say so. You hoping that she yeah, would get yeah. into it? Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's see. It's hard though. It takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Like you really got to be at the course, or at the range, and just yeah. practicing, yeah. Yeah. work on your short game, and just all that. Mm-hmm. I've seen Joan. Like I know what she went through mm-hmm. <laughs> when yeah. my dad it's was like lot. teaching her at first. Your sister's oh. a beast, though. Right? She, I mean, she got. She used to have like thunder thighs that just shoot the ball like two hundred plus. But nowadays, she's kind of washed up. Did, I, did <laughs> you know that I wanted to play golf professionally at one point? I know you played like you have the clubs yeah. and everything. Like I actually wanted to yeah, join yeah. a school team and take it all the way to university. Yeah. What what age was this? Or what this was in when I was in eighth grade. 
oh, actually. Okay. <clears throat> and so we had a we had like a golf instructor, I believe from Mather, they came to our school and they were like holding free try tryouts. And I was like, oh, it's free, like why not? Mm-hmm. And then they said, I don't know if this was like their way of trying to get kids into their team, but they're like, oh, you have a you have a potential, <laughs> right? So I was like, oh, sweet. Right? Lessons like, are a thousand dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, Club sweet. Set, yeah. okay. <laughs> and so my friend and I, we actually joined the team for the for that year. And my friend, he was really into it. Mm-hmm. And he his goal, my goal was just play throughout my school, throughout school years, uh-huh. right, and all the way to college. My friend's goal was like he legit wanted to go into PJ, mm-hmm. and so he got like professional lessoning lesson like one on one training, and we would hit the golf course like every other day, um, <clears throat> yeah, from morning to evening, and we just practice together. and And he only lived like three houses down, my mm-hmm. neighborhood, and so him and I were like pretty close friends, and we would just play golf all the time. And then I got very sick of it. There's one thing that I never like fixed you know, so slicing right like driving driver mm-hmm. the ball going all the right, way right. right for whatever reason i could never like i couldn't fix that mm-hmm. and i quit when as i slowly like started making progress to fix it mm-hmm. so like my when i hit my driver this became a golf episode but <laughs> when i hit a driver the ball would always slice to the right mm-hmm. with drivers not with iron but only with drivers mm-hmm. and so i stopped like facing the hole by, when I tee it up, you I face would face the the, like the whole. So like you aim this way, but towards my left, right? I would face super to the left, and then the ball would just it's slice. Like bound. <laughs> trying to account for all the angles and. And yeah. then like one time it actually goes straight right, to right. the left because you're trying you to somebody. slice it. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm. Yeah, things like that. Like it was a mm. lot of fun, and then I do remember I also used golf to like get closer with my dad too mm-hmm. it's like i don't know why because korean was, dads it's yeah, korean dads it's the golf. way to their heart golf <laughs> why couldn't it be yeah. like bowling or something yeah. <laughs> or pool <laughs> dang too oily too oily <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but um when how long have you been attending um sacramento church here uh we showed up uh november 2011 Oh uh, no, not 2021. 2021. I was 11 years old. 2021. Yeah, November 2021. Um, yeah, so we moved up to Sacramento June 2020 mm-hmm. uh, right. during COVID. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we were at home. And then uh, churches started opening back up. And then we looked at a, a few in the area. Um, and then I don't know, we just, all of them, we got this vibe of like them saying, hey, nice to meet you but mm-hmm. don't come here kind of thing. Really? Like yeah, we have nothing to offer you. Korean like, churches? Yeah, like oh. nothing that we don't like you, yeah, it's just but like, like we would even if you stay, it, you're just like more like, like pudam, like burden. Yeah. Like, cause they, they would feel bad cause there's no like, no offering for people like our age, you know, um. like um, just no community for us. And so that's the vibe that we got. And so we're like, okay. And so we went a couple and then we came here and then uh, Pastor Richard was just, like super enthusiastic and like hmm. um was like the first pastor who like actually came up and was like hey nice to meet you like you'd be like sur- i was shocked that the previous church like not like we're like celebrities or anything but still like hmm. you know we're just we're like new faces yeah. in the area especially after a post covid era sure, sure. Right. and so um so that was like refreshing to like hmm. meet someone and, and talk and and keep in touch like he reached out and then so that really made us want to come back 
Mm. And so, yeah, thing, little things like that go a really long way. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, and then we came, we start, stuck around and then um, got together with Pastor Jason and, yeah. and one me. Um, and so, yeah, we hang out often uh, around people our age. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and so hasn't been too long, but um, I've been enjoying it. I think that's the first ever compliment on the Pain and Jungle podcast <laughs> for Peerage. <laughs> we usually, we usually like, we'll say like, dang, like we, we roast Peerage at least once. The, I laughed you know? about the text messages, like 13 <laughs> parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that happened to me too. So. He does that to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, everyone knows. Yeah. We actually like, we banter about it a lot, but yeah. it's okay. It's, no, a, it's a tradition. <laughs> that's awesome. I think like Peerage's vision for yeah. this church is like really what you're saying is like to welcome those in Sacramento and beyond, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but like off, like oh yeah, offering that place for not only like youth kids, like yeah. high school and like college, yeah, to to meet and have a service, but young adults and like you know married couple, like the whole reason why we used to be Kaya MC, mm. like college and young adult married couples is like you don't really have a lot of Korean churches with second gen Koreans, yeah, that have grown up past youth group yeah and then make like a service for them you just expect them oh just go to youth group sir like there's three options you go to youth, youth group service like mm-hmm. with kids mm-hmm. or you go to the cam service and you mm-hmm. stick through the korean like you know message or just yeah. go to like american church yeah right what which is like kind of how it's been for like a very long time yeah like i think not only sacramento but i'm sure <clears throat> other smaller cities not like la well, or yeah, no, not but in Southern California, there's like an explosion of second gen, right? Like even uh, just Christians. church, mm-hmm. like they'll yeah. just make a whole church it's, on their own. It's as if when you know when the first KM expansion happened, like in the right. 80s and 70s in yeah. like LA area, that's happening now with people right. of our generation. Exactly, because mm-hmm. there's such there's a big a, first. So gen. many church plants of of second generation Korean American kind yeah, of yeah. vibe, like mm-hmm. where it's like mm-hmm. not only Koreans, but just like anyone of that age can really come, and then there's right. like a dedicated service mm-hmm. times so. yeah sacramento has always been known as like the spiritual desert right it's just past because yeah people grew up grow grows up here and then once they hit once they graduate high school they just want to get out mm-hmm. and they never want to come back and so <clears throat> a lot of korean churches here they struggle in that part where they lack the young younger folks mm-hmm. right young young adults um especially like a young like recently married mm-hmm. couples and so I think he, Pierce was really excited when Justin, Justin <laughs> his wife Claire, came through. Even like PJ won me. Yeah, like when yeah. PJ first came, like he wasn't pastor, obviously. He was just like Jason. Mm-hmm. So like he was here and then like he was dating one me at the time. Yeah. yeah. But like one me wasn't around because she was still in Utah. Yeah. But it's like PJ or P. Rich was like, oh, there's a guy like like older, <laughs> like my age. And Chapman's like, oh, like similar our age too. Yeah. So it was kind of like that. And like slowly, like one by one. Cause like Jung's always been around yeah. I and mean, he's like similar to y'all, mm-hmm. but like he's been with the youth for X amount of years too. Yeah, that so. I've become mentally youth. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's how it is? No, but yeah. I mean like with, with Jason and then yeah, Justin and Claire now, yeah. like a couple more people I think are showing face, um, that are yeah past the, you know, the weird meridian of mm-hmm. not youth group, but definitely not KM either. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I mean, I'm sure you might understand and you'll, you'll understand, but I think when you get to this like close to 30 age, it's mm-hmm. like, mm. gets harder to make friends. Yeah, yeah, everyone says that. Yeah, and so 
that's a that's another obstacle too, and a, and a barrier is, yeah. you know, yeah, new people come, but like, yeah, we'll, we'll make plans to go have dinner and stuff, and mm-hmm. but it's I think because we're so uh, content with where we're at, also with like our preferences for what type of people we want to be around yeah, is yeah. very specific mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. So if you don't hit that spark, if you don't yeah. get that spark, then there's not much follow up after the yeah. initial meetup. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, it's hard to keep a open mind or try to be intentional about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is tough. It is a friend of mine called it like that late twenties and early thirties, that transitional period. It's like, you're too young for the old heads to like embrace you, uh, but you're too old for young kids to relate to. Mm. And so you're kind of like stuck in this little purgatory. And unless you meet, like you said, unless you meet someone who you can like really click with, um, chances are it's gonna be really difficult too. Like I always hear people say that, like, I think the start of that is like when you graduate and get a full-time job, you like slowly realize like, well, you work nine to five. Yeah. And then you can't like go out with your friends just like when you're in college, like mm-hmm. to like 2 a.m. Cause you got work the next morning. Yeah. And then like, as the years go by, Everyone says it's hard to make friends. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's so scary to make plans like two weeks in advance and yeah. like clear your schedule. And like, then if you have like really like girlfriend or like yeah. wife yeah. or husband, then like you gotta. Like I did for the Painted Jungle podcast two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, but then like Ted <laughs> screwed me over. And then so. <laughs> you know, so moving on to the next topic. So uh, I think we're actually we're actually done, right? <laughs> no, just wrap it up there. Yeah. No, but hmm. Interesting. What um, made you guys come to Sacramento? Oh, good question. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I'm going to the medical school at UC Davis. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I came up. Um, and uh, while I was applying and during that whole process, uh, we really wanted to stay in California. Yeah. And um, it was a UC. So I was a California resident. So the tuition was amazing. And so, yeah, that's how we ended up choosing the school. And then mm. um, Claire said, I'm not going to move up with you if we're not married. So I was like, okay, let's get married. Oh, wow. Really? So that's so, how it all happened. Yeah. Or I actually asked her like the one month into us dating back in 2017. Um. I was like, hey, I, I'm in this process to apply to school. I could end up in Kentucky. I could end up in uh, like the Midwest. Who knows where? Like, will you be willing to go with me wherever? Or because like, I don't really want to do long distance. Yeah. And she said, well, I better be married. Like, I'm not oh. going to move with you anywhere if I'm not married. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because me, I'm like, I don't want to, like, extend this relationship if it's not right. going to yeah. go there. Yeah. So, and then that's when I knew I was like, okay, like, she's, like, legit, uh, legitimate about, you know, her intentions and stuff. And so, mm. um, yeah, so I got in and then we got married and we Wasn't moved it, up. You posted something on your story, like, you're five? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so July twenty ninth, twenty seventeen is our like first date. Oh, and so it's so it's been so five years. Um, was it like first time you guys met? met yeah, first time we met. Oh wow. Yeah, we met on a coffee meets bagel. <gasps> it's wow. like the back in the day. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Hinge. Yeah. Um, it's where serious people went on to for <laughs> yeah, dating. Yeah, like Tinder was. Yeah, just Tinder like was the, just yeah. yeah. Um, and then so yeah, so we were complete strangers. Um, you know how coffee meets bagel? I don't know if you know they linked to Facebook and find mutual friends. Yeah. So not your direct mutual friend, but a mutual friend of your mutual friend. Yeah. yeah. So one over. And so our mutual friend, we're not uh, like, yeah, like 
you know, she's, we know her, and then I went to high school with her, but we're not like super close or anything. Mm-hmm. But then, but through her, like, I got to meet uh, Claire. So, um, yeah, oh. it was like, it was pretty crazy that we met because we were com- like complete strangers. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so, five years ago. Yeah. It's a long time. So, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I don't know if I could ask this, but how did you yeah. guys, how did you guys meet? <laughs> Oh, uh, so so like moving on from the after you guys got yeah yeah so we got uh, so she was the first date that uh, came to fruition through the app Mm -hmm. that I went on. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a couple other matches, but didn't really work out. Mm -hmm. Um, Mainly because I was in Africa (laughs) when I was on the app. Yeah, really. Uh, I. I was in the military, so I deployed. I was in Africa, oh, wow. and then um, I was just bored and <laughs> randomly just downloaded it. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, you know, conversation kind of ends when they're like, "Oh, when do we want to meet?" I was like, "Actually, I'm in Africa until <laughs> Ju- June." Uh, and they're like, "And it's like January." Yeah, yeah. They're like, "All right, well, I'll see you later." Uh, but I came back, and then one of my buddies um, ended up meeting his then girlfriend through the app. So I was like oh, like maybe there are like some decent people on the app. Cause I just thought like, oh, maybe it's like for like desperate people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so after, after that, after meeting his girlfriend, uh, I downloaded it and then matched with Claire. And then um, I was with my friends at that time. And I was like, man, like, what do I, what do I say to get her to respond back? Mm-hmm. And then one of my friends was like, how about you just say Claire with like a question mark exclamation point as if I, I knew her. Uh-huh. And I, so I sent that. And then so uh, from her side, she received it. And then she would, I don't know if she got shy or she was like, oh, I'm not gonna do this. So she actually deleted the app after seeing it. Uh-huh. But then it was like bugging her. I'm like, where do I know this guy from? Like, oh. so, uh, and also I wore sunglasses in all my p- photos. <laughs> yeah. So you can't tell, like, <laughs> yeah. you can't totally see my face. Mm-hmm. She's like, man, where, where do I know this guy from? And so she redownloaded the app and was like, hey, like, hey, like, Dude. where do I know you from? Yeah. Like, da, da, da. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, we actually don't know each other, but I thought that would get you to reply back to me. And it did. And it worked. And it worked. And then, so I don't like, I didn't like dragging it out through text because, you know, and I was like, I immediately was like, hey, like, you know, let's meet. And then so, uh, so we matched on the 17th and then we met on the 29th. Wow. Um, now you guys are married. Yeah. Maybe in Sacramento. married. Yeah. It's crazy. So. Mm. I got a question for you. Every time someone asks or someone tells me that, um, met their significant other mm-hmm. through like an app mm-hmm. i always gotta ask this what was your bio my bio <laughs> it's probably <laughs> super lame i mean like i'm 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 pretty lame so did you have a bible verse in the in your bio no i didn't okay. have a bible verse no i was like probably like favorite tv show like the office mm. um and then probably like i don't know i wasn't really like golfing at the, i'm not sure but i but the pictures the reason why they all had sunglasses on mm-hmm. all my pictures was because mm-hmm. so i so i used to be super super overweight i was like a huge i was i weighed almost 235 oh mm-hmm. right. yeah before i went to africa for my deployment mm-hmm. and then when i came back i was 175. wow and then yeah i was like i, I had abs i could i didn't have like six pack yeah. but I, like i have saw my abs for the first time in my entire life Right. Gosh. So I like, I, you know, I felt good about yeah, myself. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, now is the time to take as many <laughs> pictures. <laughs> and then so, but I'm not, I'm not the type to like take selfies or whatever, yeah, yeah. or ask somebody to take pictures of me, like do a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. But then, so I came back from Africa in June and then that's when graduations are. And so I showed up to my, I went to UC Irvine for undergrad. So I showed up there to meet a lot of my 
uh, other like friends who are graduating, mm-hmm. and then I was wearing a sun I was wearing sunglasses that day, mm-hmm. and so all of the pictures of me like skinnier is with sunglasses. Mm-hmm. So that's why all the pictures in my bio were. I thought you were gonna say like you were wearing sunglasses because like you were in Africa, like in uniform, and then like your bio was like. <laughs> like, or is it like America Proud or like, <laughs> like Get Home Safe Boys? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. no, nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember yeah. what I was talking about? Yeah. So Claire actually was worried that I might be like cross-eyed or something, or I might have this or big like crazy really eye, small eye, yeah. like something <laughs> crazy. Like, because she's never seen my eyes that? before. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why is this guy wearing sunglasses in every single photo? And why is this guy in Africa? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you do find love online. Dude, dude, what you put like your bio, constructing your bio, and then the ordering of your selfies. There's so many strategy that goes into it. It's like applying to college, like college apps. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the perfect comparison, actually. Like knowing what to put in, what to leave out, it goes a long way. Everything's got to be intentional. Yeah, you had you had coffee meets bagel at one point. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you meet your girlfriend through there? I definitely did not. <laughs> no, it's not even like that. But just no, I uh, I was very young when I tried online dating, mm. so mm. I was just very like to me like well, desperate. Mm. Or I'll pose it to you guys: like, what would you guys put if the question was like, um, the ideal my ideal date is blink blink blink. Oh, like mm. hinges like nowadays, like you put your your phone. ideal date. I wish hinge was around when I was. You know, hinge on is it? so interesting. Hinge, hinge seems is, so much more fun. What is Hinge? Hinge is like the new dating app. Okay. And it's very it's it's you you make more of a profile than it is like pictures. It's like Tinder is like all pictures pretty much. Right. But Hinge is like take your picture and then there's like certain questions like about me. Mm. Um, like okay. I don't know like you, th- there's like actually more text mm. in between and you could add like captions to your photos mm. and all that. It's more like aesthetic. It's like a. Yeah. It's like a. There's like a journey through their bio. The other person. Mm. It's not. It's not static. It's like very flowy. Mm-hmm. So it's like application. F- and you getting into you can actually like world. record yourself. So like what oh, I've seen yeah. a lot on TikTok is like, <laughs> like like best impression. Uh-huh. <laughs> People will do like, like oh this is my best impression of like Mickey Mouse going to the <laughs> like Mickey Mouse going to McDonald's for the first time and mm-hmm. then they'll be like. Yo, what up, guys? I'm Mickey Mouse. <laughs> like, it's like completely off and far fetched, yeah. but like people just do is like make other people laugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would but, you Would you totally do like, oh, if you date me, you could hear this voice every morning and sing into it? No, <laughs> no. There's no way. Like, I wouldn't be the cringe account. I would just. Dang, am I gonna call this guy out again? What, Justin? <laughs> Why'd you guys have to say? That? Yeah, but no, he he's been on Hinge recently, mm. um, and like I've seen that like through his phone and like yeah. he's like going through like accounts and stuff yeah but yeah i was like looking at his and i was like first of all like why is the first one he was like in a mask that was mm. his first photo i was like you gotta take that down like it's yes. gotta be like red, red, that's a red flag right like, 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 what are you trying to what cover? are you hiding yeah like yeah. Skin, my right? sunglasses yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> but at least sunglasses like you could see 90 percent right. of the things. right but I was like, yo, you gotta switch that and like we're just going through there's account and, like all his matches and like he's like texting these girls and like whatever but uh, yeah, you could like, so what he was asking is like, one of the questions can be like, yeah, like my, my ideal date. Mm. And then you fill in the blank. Mm. What What is your ideal Ideal date? It can't be watching Parasite at a, at a movie. Why date. you gotta actually bring up yeah, the real that's, date? That's, that was his actual <laughs> date. That was his wing. So that's man. like, so Chloe, my current girlfriend. Yeah. Jung was actually there most of the times when I was hanging out with her because pretty much like I invited him so that 
um, her sister, her sister, yeah, wouldn't be alone. Yeah. Not so that she would talk to Jung, but it would yeah. so it would be yeah. an even number so right. that it wouldn't be. Because I was be dating at the time. You were dating, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah like, exactly. That's, so, yeah, that's why very, was I there? <laughs> <laughs> because you you wanted to help a brother out, right? Yeah. Then, yeah, your girlfriend was cool yeah. with it. Um, did I ever? <laughs> <laughs> no, she, Grace, I'm sorry. I think, yeah, she but did. it was mainly just like, because I didn't want it to be like super rushed. And okay. like, mm. so pretty much what happened was when we were doing college service for the very first time, like two years ago, um, we had met here. Like she came to our church, and then that's right. She had like a twin sister, and they're from Korea, so it's like hard to be like, "Hey, like, can I separate you?" Mm-hmm. Even though you've met me like a month ago, yeah, in like another country. So I just like wanted to like be friends with her at first, but like sometimes I'd ask the other guys like if they would come with me, and I'd be like, "No, I don't, I don't." I'm like I'm scared to like talk to them in Korean. Mm-hmm. Like the best person I could think of was Jung, because <laughs> out of everyone I knew, who's like the best at Korean, mm. to like be able to at least have basic conversation. Um, but yeah, we, the four of us went to like Starbucks one time to study. Yeah. One time we just, yeah, we watched Parasite. It was like Jung's first time. So even though I, I felt bad, like that he was just there like fourth wheeling or whatever, he like <laughs> said like, oh, like the movie was actually really good. Like he liked it a lot. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Cause yeah. it was your first time, right? It was my first, first time. time watch it. Yeah. It was also their first time, I think, mm. watching the movie. So was that your ideal date? <laughs> no, I, like before I can't meeting even, like, them, before meeting no, them, you're they're... like thinking to yourself, "Oh man, like if I got a girl like that, I really liked, I can see Jung being there." Was that was that your <laughs> no? Was definitely that go- okay. not. Okay, I okay mean, good. It, it was like a date, but also not a date. That's like what what I wanted to. I think it was a date. I with the sister and you supervising like what do you mean, dude? Grace and I, we still have this argument. We're trying to figure out what was our first date. You and Grace. Right? Yeah, my, okay. me and Grace. Um, her, according to her, our first date was after we like became official and I took her to stargazing, right? Wow. But my definition of our first date was actually before we became official, sure. where I asked her to come out to Starbucks with me to study. Just you guys? Yeah, just yeah. us two. And then we started for like 30 minutes and then we ended up going on like a hike mm-hmm. and getting coffee together. But Do was we, that hike your initial intention or did it kind of end up? Oh, that uh, was my initial intention. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I, would, I would be in the same party then. Like I would mm. I have the same thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably because it's a date. Right. right? It, you don't have to be exclusively dating to be in a Right. To right. Be, have a date. But you should also be only you and them for it to be a date. So why would. It was very intimate. It was yeah, just yeah, me yeah. and her. But then she was saying, oh, that's that's a hangout. Uh, but I mean, stargazing is also kind of hangout, no? I don't, I don't know. So, so the reason why I'm saying this is, what was your guys' first date? Our, me, yeah, and Chloe? yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I would curious. honestly say, like, so. Uh, you gotta think. We, what would Chloe consider her first date? No, I think, <laughs> I, think her, I, I, I think she would agree with me when I say, it. like, so hmm. there was a random day early this year because we started dating this year like officially mm-hmm. um in like late january or very early february Pirich like all of a sudden calls me <laughs> and he's like no like he's like hey ted like i have two games or i have two tickets to the game tonight mm-hmm. like you need you need to go because i can't sell it mm-hmm. i was like and i was like and he's like do you have someone to go with and i was like uh no but i'll i'll find someone mm-hmm. and then you know i like take the tickets from him I'm like well who should i call and at the time, I was like still trying to like figure out like, I know 
like Chloe was back from Korea and I knew it was going to be more long term. Yeah. Because the reason why it didn't happen when we first met, just so you know as well, is because she went back to Korea for COVID and like I had no idea when she was going to come back. Um, but then I was like, just instinctively, like I didn't really, it's not that I didn't put thought into it. I was just like, initial thought was like, oh, I could ask Chloe. Mm-hmm. And like it could be the first, because that was the first time it was just her and I hanging out too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, like I didn't even like texture like days before, like just even like conversation, maybe like, you know, like a story DM, like Instagram mm-hmm. or whatnot. But I was just like, hey, like I know it's been a while, but like, do you want to go, like, do you want to meet up tonight? I didn't even tell her what we were doing until like on the way. Yeah. And she's like, okay, sure. So like I like drove all the way to Rockland mm. and then I was like, hey, so we're going to like a basketball game tonight. And she's like, oh, okay. And then we went <laughs> to the Kings game. Does she like basketball? Um, I mean, it's not like, she doesn't enjoy sports that much, but like she liked the whole arena experience mm. and like seeing like professionals play. So it was a good time. I feel like this day could have gone badly. <laughs> could have. Like she could have hated it, like yeah. completely. But like, I, I think out of any sport though, I think people who don't really watch sports, basketball is something that I anyone mean, can just totally watch agree. and be like, yeah. really appreciate like, wow, that's really cool. Cause they know what's that's going true. on. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, like football baseball you kind of have to have a sense yeah. of like yeah. what the sport is yeah but like bit, basketball is just like if it goes in woo, if the other team makes it woo, and that's pretty much <laughs> it like the whole game and you just get like you know food and how's yeah. the the sack the king's arena though do they is it pretty like hmm. yeah i think it have you have you not been i've never the been in, yeah, yeah i think there are so the thing about the sack kings is that we have a very strong fan base yeah it's but, always packed when i'm in the doko and but game. we all know they suck like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like we don't expect to win every game but if it happens like yeah, yeah. like because like they they're like hardcore fans like since like the whole 2003 bibby mm-hmm. like you know all of them like right big names like beat the lakers like mm-hmm. in the yeah that kind of vibe um so like since then like for 20 plus years people mm-hmm. have been fans and they just like bring it to their kids every year but mm-hmm. they like kind of remind me like hey yes like son like just so you know you're gonna be a kings fan but you're also gonna be really disappointed <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's been how it's been for a very long time but the energy is pretty good there and it was a good game i think we won that day mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. <laughs> i can't even recall can't, yeah, you're you're i would have focused. to like look back like yeah. that too yeah mm-hmm. how what was your first day like uh my first date um why well, I, I offered to pick her up and then uh she politely declined was she like made up a lie was like oh i'm actually somewhere else but in hindsight i realized you know like if it was my daughter too i'd be like oh never let a guy pick you up on the first first date because i realized like Mm. you never know like especially on a dating app you never know who this guy is right and you give them your address you know right um anyways but we met at a a ramen bar Mm -hmm. in la uh, in koreatown and then um after that i left i left my wallet uh my card there after I signed, I forgot to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And so we went to go to ice cream. Um, and then, so I was like super, you know, flustered and, you know, left my car, like I, I need to pay for everything. And then, mm-hmm. but then, you know, she paid and then um, we just sat on a bench and then just talked for like, like a few hours and wow. then just ate ice mm-hmm. cream and then, and then dropped her off at her car. And it was mm-hmm. a very simple, just, you know, getting to know, cause we were complete strangers. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. it was like starting from scratch, like getting to know each other. And you know, like the first date, you're just trying to see if you want a second date, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the goal behind the first date. Right. And so once you kind of get that feeling, it's like, okay, I'm, I feel pretty good about it. And then so I, I have this like, not that I dated a lot, but <laughs> like this like 
like algorithm, I guess. Mm. So first day, you know, it's like like a dinner and then dessert and then just get to know each other. Mm. And then do I want a second date? Yes or no. Right. And then once that's done, the second date, it's kind of like me for like, uh, like later at night, food and drinks. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe a movie. Uh, and then, so that's what we did. Um, and then the third date is kind of like, okay, now let's kind of spend the whole day together um, and then see how that's like, mm -hmm. but then I also wanted to see her doing like something that she's not used to. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, Golf. I took her to, uh, the indoor <laughs> gun range. Oh wow. Yeah. Shooting range. And so we went shooting indoor shooting and then did that. And then we went to, uh, the OC fair in Orange County oh, yeah. and then, um, and then just ate dinner, spent the whole day together. And so um, I think after that, you kind of really know, like, I really like being with this person or not. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of, that was like my drill, that's my, my goal uh, for, for the next couple of weeks. And then. How did she handle the, the gun range? Like, did, you, did she actually She have, actually like, won. Uh, we wow. did like a, tar yeah, like a shooting game. Uh, and then uh, she has, yeah, she had pretty steady hands. So she, she won that. <laughs> um, yeah, so she, she did fine. But then she said, she would never go back. And then she was kind of upset that I didn't let her know ahead of time. Like not that day, but like many months really? later, she's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me like, cause she was like in like the skirt and like, oh, she was yeah. just like, like that dress like, for you it, think right? it's gonna be like a picnic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you yeah, end yeah. up going to like a She was like dressed up and like, you know, like a cute skirt and everything. And, uh, yeah. uh, like, very I'm important like, to let your partner know yeah. what's like going on that day. Is it kind of like yeah. a jeans kind of day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is yeah. it like yeah. a yeah. dress kind of day? Dress nicely, she comes out in a beautiful dress and we're going to monster truck rally, baby. Oh, and the third date, the goal was to like hold hands. And then um, we did, but then it was super hot at the OC fair. Like it was like one of the days today. And then yeah. the hands were just like just sweaty and just I slimy. Am. And then we were walking around, we went into like Loxiton, the lotion store. And you know, mm -hmm. like like try on lotions, and then <laughs> held her hand again. It was just like all just sweaty lotion. Uh. And, and so we, we held our hands for like like 10 minutes. And, and that was very gruesome. Yeah. When did, you, when did you hold your hands? Hold your hands. Wait, oh, like her, um, the second date. Second date. Which was actually yeah. Valentine's Day. Oh. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, so after we did that, she had like mentioned like, because we weren't official, mm -hmm. but she was like, don't you have something to say? Like, don't you have something to ask me? Because, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, like we, we met up on Valentine's Day and then had mo or had food, went to a movie, I think that's when we first had friends and mm -hmm. then at the movie and then like I was like dropping her back off and then because I wanted it to not be on Valentine's just because it is such like a day that I don't know like later on like you have to think about like dang now I gotta like do two things and or like there's a lot of pressure on it if it is on something like Valentine's Day mm -hmm. so I was gonna be like or like later in the week I'd come back and like like bring her flowers at least like mm -hmm. I did for Valentine's Day but not for like the date mm. like like will you be my girlfriend kind of thing but like after I had given her Valentine's Day gift and just like whatever or not, she was like, are you just gonna leave? <laughs> not not in like a sassy way, but just like, like don't she, you have something? Is she very like forward? Like she knows um, what she wants? I think that was like the most forward I heard her before. Just like be like, don't you have something to ask? Like, like hi, what up? So like, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's really cool. It, yeah. But I was like, but I like when she said that, like I knew like, dang, like she's calling me out. Like, or calling my bluff, I guess. But yeah. like I, I like I was going to do it later. I was like, 
Why are you going to bring it up now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does suck. Like when you have like your own plans and time. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you know, just life happens that way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a bad thing. Like, I think it worked out. But also what happened was I was trying to figure out what time because it was kind of late. Yeah. But then I realized I was like, I looked at my watch a little bit later and it was like 1215. Because I had asked her like, you know, like, do you want to make this official? She said yes. And we're just standing there talking. And then I looked at the watch. I was like, like ten, like twelve, ten or fifteen. I was like, mm-hmm. was it before twelve or after twelve? Because <laughs> I was like so concerned. But then I realized, like, when I had asked her, I had like got a notification on my watch, but I didn't look at it, and yeah. it said like twelve oh five. I was like, oh. okay, so February fifteenth. Okay, <laughs> I should okay. had to make sure because, like, I didn't know what time it was because it was right. at night, mm. or I didn't know what day it was. I guess. So there's that. Are you are you like a methodical person or um, kind of improv kind of guy? Um, a little bit of both. I like to have, oh, I like to have like some sort of a idea, uh-huh. but not like, not like detailed um, plan. Mm-hmm. Like I like to have like some sense, like, like what do I want to accomplish like today, yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then not like specifics of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're very like methodical, right? I would say so, but actually recently, like it's been very like, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you know that right now. No. Like, I think, I think the guy, like the, fr- like my friends and like even Chloe, like yeah. noticed that because there's such a stress to like having things, everything, mm. trying to plan mm. everything out because like the whole like asking around thing, like, like I had an idea and like a when and where, but like things just don't go your way all the time. Right. And I've, I've realized that for a very long time and then it caused like a lot of stress. So I was like, man, I just gotta be like, if, if, the, if my friends are like, Hey, so what are we doing today? I'll be like. I don't know. I'm down for anything. Cause that, those words used to piss me off. Like I'm trying to make plans and like, I'm yeah. down for anything. We're like, well yeah. now you're not coming because yeah. I, <laughs> like, you're not being useful. But I think now I'm that guy. And I notice like the others trying to like pick up the slack. Yeah. Like for example, like brother Sam, like he's like, very, he's similar to me where it's like, you know, have everything laid out, mm-hmm. have like a, like a schedule. But now I'm more like, I'm okay with anything mm. but th- that used to like annoy me a lot just because like okay well like if i suggest something are you gonna say yes to it and they're like maybe <laughs> like, what, what 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 help is that mm. so I, I would just end up doing all the the planning hmm. that's why but a little less of that now and it's more about like allowing others to to do that to with taking this yeah and like yeah. no it's not like you know i'm better than you and i'm gonna watch you like try to do this yeah but it's more like well, like we should all like just do it together. Just give them space. Yeah. To do exactly. exactly. Like to try it out. And I think, I think the others do recognize it as that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like this curve right now that we have to get past where I'm not the one doing things or it's like, yeah, it's weird. I, I can definitely tell there's a bit of a different dynamic in our friend group right now mm. because of that. Or maybe even church. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really notice you changing, <laughs> but but I'll take your word for it. I think you pulled all this out of his yeah. butt right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just completely lying. Like I actually planned saying that oh, okay, okay. <laughs> because I knew you were gonna ask dang, me. Dang, dang. No, I'm just kidding. Well, actually, Justin, because you you mentioned a little earlier that you like saw similarities and like how we grew up, or I mm-hmm. guess like how your church experience was like. So was that mainly youth group? You think you'd say or college? Yeah. Um, well, our youth group, um, it was actually we had a lot of support. We had like a really a great team. And so I would say more, but kind of like you, I love the 
like the thrill of like kind of like setting things up, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah, yeah. kind of trying to accomplish this goal uh, for our youth group mm-hmm. uh, that we had, like this vision that we had, and I loved planning it and kind of executing it and and kind of seeing it happen. So I loved that whole process even ever since I was younger, mm-hmm. and so um, and I just loved our youth group uh, because I received so much. I just want to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more so like um, like the part of like like the responsibilities and stuff. I think it's more uh, like after like in college. Um, I think it was more or less kind of placed on myself. I'm like uh, like we went to like our EM you know branch of of the church, and then like um, it just didn't look like what in my view was I thought was supposed to be church, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, like, I try to get people together with, like, this, you know, common goal, like, people who kind of shared my same um, kind of issues as well as uh, concerns for the church. And mm-hmm. so uh, I wanted to kind of be in the leadership position where we could kind of, as a team, kind of help guide the direction, like, kind of steer the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but in retrospect, I think a lot of it was my own vanity kind of looking back I think um, really kind of like my attitude and and, uh, my um, how I you know like your approach yeah my approach to a lot of things it wasn't it wasn't filled with grace Um, it wasn't filled with it was I think it was just pure like 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 I want to make this happen you know like Mm -hmm. oh I I I love this so I want to make it happen no you can Mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah so i think um it was a lot of, it was kind of a lot of that where like in youth group that i had this great experiences really um like responsibilities and learned a lot about you know what to do and then in college kind of really took it on myself to do a lot of things um but kind of stumbled through that mm-hmm. um and then but i think through all of that i think it you know i just learned tremendously about uh myself um and what a church actually should be, and and how to uh, work together uh, to really shepherd a group. Mm. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question. No, yeah, that I was think that's awesome. I mean, because for me, yeah, for me too, it was like so. Pretty much why I had to like be put in that position was because like we didn't have pastors for a long time mm-hmm. in youth group. But what I knew from like before youth group. And I guess my early like middle school time was like I would always see like the youth youngs and like Nuna's like hanging out with the pastor and like like being like very like like the the ministry is very alive mm-hmm. like you know but like you know emotionally spiritually all that stuff and I was like dang like I can't wait to join that mm-hmm. like I can't wait to like be a part yeah. of it and then it happened for a few years but then right around eighth ninth eighth grade like freshman year like one of our pastors had like left mm-hmm. and then like someone else stepped in. And then a little after that, like someone else, well, he had left. Mm-hmm. And then we were, I think for about a year or year and a half, like no pastor. So we would like cycle through like the EM pastor, um, like KM people, um, like just maybe like a Bible study teacher. Mm-hmm. And like, we wouldn't do like real service. Um, so it was very like, dang, like why did I come at such a bad time? Mm-hmm. And then naturally people are like, well, let's, let's do something. Like let's at least hang out like as a church. Mm-hmm. And then that led into like, meeting up and then kind of creating like this 
like we like to call it like the core, right? The core group of people that like come every week and then mm-hmm. encourage the others in the ministry like to be there and like to continue coming out, like give a reason why church is still important, even without like proper leadership. Yeah. And then that's where like my, I guess, heart and approach yeah. was like, dang, super like, hard to do. Exactly. Like, right. Like to keep that going for yeah. that long too is, is why I was like, dang, like, like I gotta stick around and like at least do something about what we're doing, which led into the whole like worship, planning, all mm-hmm. that stuff, and it's been like that for a while now. Mm-hmm. Well, not the situation, but just what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then some. Do you yeah. feel like you could see yourself um, serving either the the divine or the youth in this church in the future? Yeah, so I did. I did wrestle with that um, quite a bit, um, just trying to understand like how big my plate is mm-hmm. and how much I could put on it. Because mm. um, historically, I haven't been great at that. Um, it's always been I put too much on it and and haven't done well in anything mm-hmm. uh, because of that. And so um, I think just because of the constraint. I mean. I was just trying to be as realistic as I can, but mm-hmm. just the constraints of uh, my school and yeah. and my responsibilities, I just thought that, uh, and also now as like a husband too, yeah. that it would be, um, that I don't be wise to really stretch myself more than I thought, more than mm-hmm. I think I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah, because, yeah, school has been a lot uh, more mentally draining yeah. Um, than I thought it would be. Mm. And so um, just because, you know, in school you get very objective results, right? right. Like grades or um, evaluations or stuff. And so, and um, yeah. And so that 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 plays a huge role in like my mental health and, and you know, how I'm doing and, and my future career moving forward. And so I think that is a, is a huge point of, um, stress as well as a, a point where I need to just put a lot of my attention to. Um, mm-hmm. But but, but I, I love uh, youth group and I love college group and um, yeah, whatever events, whatever, you know, like VBS, I want to come so bad. Like right. I, I did VBS for like, eight, like you know, I, I heard from your, you did a lot of VBS too, <laughs> but I did every like, for like 10 years, I did VBS every summer and I used mm-hmm. to do like the dance moves and like, you know, like all the teachers, you know, we all hang out after VBS, go yeah, eat like yeah. current barbecue or something. Like mm-hmm. that atmosphere, like, man, I crave it because mm. like you need to enjoy it, you know, then. Cause like after, like, you know, when you're like 35, like no one's gonna want you to like stick around after, you know, like, <laughs> like can you leave so all the young guys can like hang out and like right. not be uncomfortable around you, you know? But, right. uh, so, but like, I, yeah, I, I, I miss uh, things like that. But uh, yeah, just because of uh, school and stuff, I wasn't able to. Um, but yeah, but otherwise, you know, I, I've been brainstorming on like how else I can serve and how else I can, mm. you know, help. Um, and um, yeah, one was uh, the Super Bowl party, but Ted bailed, so that was. And we're pulling one. up receipts today. <laughs> I I got, bought food, Ooh. I bought drinks, <laughs> I bought everything because they're like, oh yeah, like you know, like some of the college boys want to come. So I was like, oh yeah, I was like super excited. On the real though, Justin, let me like actually, I'm not even like trying to like make excuses right now. This is actually what happened. So I was like super ready to go because it's kind of like- I cleaned my house. (laughs) (laughs) So as I was saying, (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding. As I was saying, but like, I was like, 
because Jason, he was like, yeah, like Justin yeah. says, you guys should come. I was like, Justin? Like Justin Choi? Like, because, you know, it's like that rush when you're like a seventh <laughs> grader or eighth grader and like a high school f- person yeah. in yeah. you know, youth group is like, hey, you want to hang out yeah. with us? It's like the cool kids, right? Hey, so get in my like, car. It's like, you know, yes. I, yeah, I was like, yeah, like, I want to yeah. Yeah, go with them. So I was like, telling them, like, I was just thinking to myself, like, like, man, I can't wait to like be talking Mm. with everyone like just like checking out the house and like watching the game together but then last minute like Hedgie's mom was like mm. you guys should come to our house mm-hmm. because this was I mean this is when they knew they were leaving mm-hmm. but like Hedgie was like oh this is probably the last time like we'll have everyone over right. and I was like dang like I'm so conflicted now because <laughs> like Hedgie's house is like more comfortable for everyone else right? but at the same time like I was trying to go so bad but yeah, it just it just turned into that, and then so he's blaming Hedgie's mom. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's what I'm getting. No, it's from definitely this. not Hedgie's mom fault. It's, just, it, it's just lack. Of no, I totally understand. Choice, yeah, hundred percent. No, we should we should totally set something up like wh- whether we do it at church mm-hmm. and just or just like or like golf, or I w- top golf, or I wanted to do like a barbecue, but it was just been so hot. Yeah, so yeah, probably weather's... like towards like maybe like uh, beginning of the school year, maybe with like the new college group yeah, and stuff. Totally. I'd be because we recently moved into a new house and uh, we live in Isak. Oh, and so yeah. we have like mm-hmm. a big yard and like uh, I have I got a grill and everything. So um, it'd be cool to like like a, as like a welcome like you know before you so start the, school kind yeah, of thing. That's, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But no, I think that's great. Like just as as you're answering the question that Joe had asked, like thinking about like what your limits are is like something actually we as leadership are like really talking about is like not only like when you serve like you have to understand that but people that have the desire to but feel like they really can't it's like it's a hard choice to make Mm -hmm. but honestly for me like I think even just being someone that's active in the ministry and like like yourself and Clara that just come out whenever they can and like make themselves available like making yourself available is just as like impactful than you know someone that is on like worship team or like event coordinating team like yeah we do all the logistical stuff but we still need people to be there for mm-hmm. things to work right and then like within that there are like conversations that are had and then you know relationships that are made that is why like the people in service do serve because like you were trying to curate that moment like and mm-hmm. then that leading into you know yeah. us becoming a church together so I, I appreciate like, that. No, that's, I yeah. think, you know, you having that thought is like already like, man, like you love being here and then like you're really putting thought and like intention into it, which yeah. is, I think. Mm-hmm. I hate cool. being part of something that like I'm not like adding value to, you know, wow, yeah. I just feel like mm-hmm. that's just a waste of everybody's time and breathing space. So. <laughs> breathing, <laughs> breathing space, yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. good though. I think, I, I, yeah, obviously like the, the issue I guess right now is that there's this like unspoken divide in mm. college kids. Yep. And then Oh, there's some beef? <clears throat> no, no, no. Oh. Like not beef, but you know, you would I mean I guess this is like another question, but like would you say that there's like a somewhat of an awkwardness still with like cuz you mentioned how like oh like at VBS there's always like one person that the college kids are like <laughs> you know like why are it's you like here? what are they going to leave? And then yeah, and like vice versa like dang like I don't feel like I relate to the college mm-hmm. people enough, like as like older adult. Mm-hmm. So I feel like within our ministry, we do have like somewhat of a balance of like students versus mm-hmm. like, you know, like post grad students. Right. Um, or even like, yeah, like married people. Mm-hmm. So 
it, it's hard to find like a good time where mm-hmm. everyone can just like really diversify who they talk to and mm-hmm. like interact with at church. Yeah. Besides just like that, you know, short yeah. time we have in the lobby after service. Yeah. So I think it's like yeah. Jung and I talk about this a lot. Like the guys that serve, like we kind of think about like, dang, like what would it be like? Like if we, like if you look at the crowds that are kind of like formed naturally mm-hmm. after service, like if, if each like group yeah. had like, you know, a student, like college and like young adult yeah. and like a married couple and like every, it's not like we're it's, like forcing people to get yeah. into that, but it's I'm, tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like out in the lobby, like after service, like the people who are going to talk are going to talk and the people who aren't, aren't like, for example, like, like Justin, whenever I see him, uh, you know, like we say, what's up? We say hi because, you know, he's like a pre-med too and yeah, stuff and like that. And, and then, uh, and then Joe, uh, the Davis student, mm-hmm. like he's like super friendly. So we met at basketball a little bit, so we say hi. And so, uh, so the people who are, you know, say hi are going to say hi. Uh, I said hi to Jabin, uh, two weeks ago. Uh, very cute, shy guy. Uh, but uh, like, yeah, so do that your was slides on time. <laughs> yeah. I want to sing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but then, yeah, but that's the tricky part. The people who are going to talk are going to talk. And then I feel like if you go to like this, you know, you guys go eat afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, which is yeah. fantastic. But in like a bigger group, obviously, like it's hard to really connect with somebody just because of, you know, like. I always find that awkward when you're in like a big, large table, and then you're trying to have a like a like a one-on-two or one-on-one conversation, and everyone kind of quiets down or like listening to your conversation. So it's kind of like you can't, you don't feel yeah. you, like it's hard to say what you like want to say to connect with the uh, person next to you, mm. and so yeah, things like that. It's it's tough and it's hard to like make like a small group like oh you four go eat lunch together. You know? Yeah, that's, yeah, you know, that's, that's tough too. And like so it's, to it's tricky. Yeah. But I mean, like you were saying, like inviting college students, like in the beginning of the year and just being like, hey, like, you know, hope you guys do well in school. And then I know yeah. you sometimes talk to Justin about mm-hmm. the whole med school process. Yeah. Because like, yeah. you guys, are you still at Paul Hong? No. So uh, or the med students, we volunteer our uh, our first year, oh. just one year, okay, one okay. academic you year were there. and then we're done. So I was there when Justin, I left when Justin came on board. Oh, gotcha. so I just, so you, yeah, exactly. You had the experience mm-hmm. and then you were like telling him about that. It's like the whole thing I was saying earlier, like you, you have like a sense of like inspiration, like when you hear it from someone older, cause mm-hmm. no matter what, I think you'll always like kind of see them as, mm-hmm. oh, like, you know, yeah, like this wise <laughs> being or whatever, but yeah, like if like all these college students came over and like met Justin, like Claire, maybe like I don't know, like if maybe like an open environment where it's yeah. not like a seat sit down table where everyone's yeah, yeah, seated like, like static, you could just but meet. you could like kind of move around, be more fluid, and like exactly. not rush to like just eat your food and leave. You know, maybe maybe there'll be more conversation that way. And they would really, I think, after an event like that, they would really see like, oh well, like Justin's like someone that is older but is comfortable. With just even talking sure. to yeah. someone like me, like as a college student, yeah. like let's say as freshmen, sophomores. Yeah. So it, it's like making that environment. It's super yeah. difficult because, yeah, you got to first one, open up your house, which is yeah. something you attempted to do before. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. happy to do again as long as, as, long as you don't sh- change it on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> the next time you actually, like, we're going through with it no matter what. Mm. So I'll, I'll say that. Um, but uh, what do you think, Joe? And that will be the day that I'm leaving Sacramento. I'm having a barbecue of my own. Oh, and then you're invited. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Not this again. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. For me, it's... uh, I've been finding it, like, 
particularly difficult lately. Um, can I say lately? I, I've been finding it difficult lately. to um, kind of like relate with people at church, really. Um, but like the kids are a little different because kids like like youth if, if yeah if you're if you're old, if you're old enough and you're like you can crack a joke, like they'll like you. I feel like right, and mm-hmm. then they're. And then the whole point of me with youth group is like we're not to become friends. Yeah, they keep right? a distance. Yeah, they know that. Yeah. yeah. So that's why like there's always that healthy boundary, and it's easy to talk with like younger kids, and even college kids too. There's always that boundary, but even like but for like young adults, like for instance, like like you or even like P. Jason sometimes, or even like with Chris, can't think of anyone else. But <laughs> but like in our in my age group or like young adults, it's little difficult to kind of connect in a church setting for some reason um but i also feel like for me it's because i've been surrounded by like high schoolers for so long mm-hmm. <laughs> right because most of my friends they they all left sacramento mm-hmm. right and so my one of my really good uh close friend like peter he's you know down so in um socal <clears throat> and then my best friends are in san diego and so I don't really get to connect with them as much as I used to. Um, and so church is like a big part of my life. And right now, especially with working, it's 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 either work or church. Mm-hmm. And so, and when I'm at church, it's mostly I'm dedicating most of my time and the youth group, mm-hmm. serving the youth kids. Mm-hmm. And so it's like almost as if like I forgot how to socialize with people, with people like, like my age, age yeah. right? <laughs> And then with friends, a little different. They come visit, and it's like, like as if nothing happened. Like we can just start kicking it. Right, we can right. vibe, <clears throat> but making new friends, like reaching out, yeah. it's also difficult. Especially like my current state too, because I'm working graveyard. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> Grace was telling me the other day. She's like, you know, when you're, when you're like standing in the lobby or like after Kaya service. You look really like miserable. <laughs> like you Are look you coming really, after you're coming after work, right? So, yeah, so I get off work at eight thirty, and then I go straight to youth group, um, and after oh, that, man. stay up and come to Kaya. And so, around eleven or twelve p.m., that's you're like crashing. when my mind starts to like go numb. And so, Grace is like, "Yeah, you have a like crazy like RBF, <laughs> you know, because you're tired." And then, but I'm trying my best. In, from my perspective, it's like, "Oh wow, like." Man, why is like no one approaching me? <laughs> right? No one's saying hi like, to me. And then, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And Grace is like, "You're looking really intimidating right now, yeah. right?" And so only people who knows me, like like you or like Justin, will like come up and say hi. But I was like, in my mind, it's always like, "Man, I should like jump in. I should like say hello to people." But it's like, man. But like physically, it's like I can't. <laughs> there, there was this one time when Jung was first starting his job. Mm. And he shows up to church and he like stayed for our service and we go out to eat. We're at like in and out mm-hmm. and he came a little later. <laughs> Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. You don't remember. You always say you don't remember because of how nuts you were at in and out. So he was like, he was uh, kind of on like maybe like caffeine high mm-hmm. because he had so much like coffee or something to stay mm-hmm. awake. And like he was at in and out just being like, yo, what up, man? And like, <laughs> like every person he met, he was like, just like, I have no. Do you, do you remember what I'm talking about? I think I. Yeah, yeah, and like he had like a bottle of like a two liter bottle of Sprite with him, yeah. or like ginger ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, 
taking. So he was like super high tension. Yeah, yeah, but like he had like one hour sleep in like the past twenty four oh hours or something like that. And yeah, <laughs> like every person was like, "Is Jung okay? Like he's not usually like this." But that was I remember one of the first things that. Yeah. And you were like meeting some of them for the first time. Like I was Grace, meeting Grace for Grace the first Chow, time. Yeah, and like Grace Chow. <laughs> I just remember it was so funny because you were just like go to every person like yo what up dude what like yo yeah. what, what you eating right now and then like die for a sec and then like go to like the next guy yeah <laughs> I just yeah. Yeah, yeah. John was going through something yeah, everyone's I, like please go home yeah. <laughs> get some sleep yeah I was sleep deprived you want some soda and he's like <laughs> carrying this like jug of like ginger yeah. uh, that was from um, I was uh, I grabbed pizza with David Little Caesars, and it came with a free soda. <laughs> and I don't drink soda, and like I didn't want to throw it away, so I was trying to I find someone to give it to. In and out incident. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah. But I'm. That's also part of the reason why I was like wanted to bring up um, Paint the Jungle to starting up this podcast again, because I don't know if you know, but we took like a long hiatus mm-hmm. right, after season, quote unquote, season two. Mm-hmm. Now we're not doing seasons anymore, mm-hmm. but there was a whole long hiatus. Um, and I think part of the reason why, because we didn't really know why we were doing a podcast, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think our intention was kind of like all over the place. But then now it's like, I wanted to start it up again because it gives us this opportunity to like talk to people, like more more personal mm-hmm. level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unlike the t- Sundays where we get like have 30 minutes, 20 minutes right. to talk in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, even like this, like yeah. just loved getting to know you, asking mm-hmm. questions, and um, we would love to have you back again, yeah. right? And um, through through this, hopefully, like, I mean, other people who I don't talk to one on one will like know more yeah. about who I am, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. And then just hopefully, already like the ice is broken, and so when mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh yeah, I just heard you on the podcast," yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, right. something like that. So it's really, really inspirational things, uh, stuff that you guys are doing. And so I think it's really cool. Um, It'll go, I think it'll go a very long way, like more than, than you guys think uh, mm. it will. Wow. I, I remember like initially, like when Jung and I first started, it was really just to like, man, like it'd be funny, mm-hmm. like if we did something, like yeah. just because like we thought to ourselves, like I think a lot of the times, like, man, if we recorded the conversation we just had, like it would blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was like the initial intention of like, let's just record our conversations, which is why I still tell people like, are oh, we just coming on and we're just like recording like what we would usually say, right. like if it's someone we know. Mm-hmm. But then slowly, like I think, even I realized like Jung was talking about like, we we weren't big on like guests until mm-hmm. like when we revamped this. Mm-hmm. And before like the season, let's call it like three, season three yeah. started, like before we hit record, Jung was just like, hey, like I think like we can use this time to like talk to more people and then yeah like record the conversation we normally would have with them but like talk to new people talk to um people individually from church Mm -hmm. to get a feel of like what their experiences are get to know them more as a person because i don't think you know a lot of the people i can say right now like i wouldn't find time to meet up with them Mm -hmm. you know one-on-one two-on-one like just for a meal even like it wouldn't naturally come up mm-hmm. but if you have the excuse like that's mm-hmm. the whole thing right? yeah. if you have the excuse of a podcast right, yeah. then you can say like, hey let's talk for like an hour and yeah. a half so it's really cool um but yeah I, I it's funny like when we think back like i think a lot of people gave input in our initial episodes because we were so serious like we talked mm-hmm. about like college admissions and yeah. like 
the whole like Korean church environment. <laughs> yeah, coronavirus. Yeah. And COVID when it first started. Kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when it first started, we're like, uh, yo, so I heard there's a thing called coronavirus. <laughs> the beer coronavirus. Remember we used to joke around about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was literally the time when it started, but now yeah. it's this far. So yeah. crazy stuff. Life moves fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you do you find it um do you find it difficult to talk to me on Sundays? Because the RBF? Like, are you just asking about your facial expression? No, because just I'll just take I, a picture never, of you uh, on Sunday. I'll just be like, hey, yo, I, I, I won't say a word. I'll like. just show you. <laughs> I need to see what I look like. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, no, but I mean, well, a part of it is like, like, because my wife, uh, Claire, she works uh, Saturdays as well. Mm. So Sundays is kind of like our only day off together because she has Monday off, but then I go in on Mondays. Mm. So Sundays is our like, spend time together, run errands. Like we go to Costco usually right after church yeah. and then mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have like a lot of times together. So a part of it is that, you know, it's like, oh, like let's use our time efficiently. And so sometimes you'll just kind of see us run off, not because we don't want to stick around, but just because we have a limited uh, number of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and another part is I think um, as like a, well, I have like the tendency since I was like younger, uh, maybe it was kind of like, you know, the responsibilities at a young age, but tendency to like, kind of like, I mean, obviously like maybe in this podcast, you notice it, insert myself mm. uh, into like conversation. things yeah, yeah, and things. And so, and kind of take over things like this podcast <laughs> uh, called Office Hours. Um, and so, because I, I do enjoy, I'm, a, I'm an introvert, but I, I love talking to like smaller groups of people mm. and sharing opinions and listening to opinions mm. and stuff like that. And so, so as a newcomer, I've, learn to kind of control that mm-hmm. and then not try to say hi and then not try to like go into people's lives first because mm-hmm. that can be kind of overbearing for some people sure. and I could come off like as like whoa isn't he the new guy like mm-hmm. why is he like uh, why is he welcoming me to this church which yeah. is my tr- you know like mm-hmm. so initially that was like a big thing that I try to and my wife would be like stop like you know like just just stay still, you know? Yeah. And so that was like a big thing for me. Like whenever I go to, go to new places now, like I'm going to be the newcomer. I'm not going to be mute, but then mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of wait for whatever system or whatever culture that they have. I'm going to try to like immerse myself in their world rather than mm-hmm. kind of bring my, like not be like an invasive species in whatever you know, <laughs> world that their love that habitat they have. <laughs> you know? And so, um, so that's, that's one re- reason why you would maybe find me just kind of, just standing in the center and just kind of, mm. but if anyone talks to me, like, like it's so funny sometimes, like Justin, you know, like I, he would say, come up and say yeah. hi, but I'm like, cause I'm really, I am invested in, I, I'm very curious and really uh, encouraged to see like him going through these. Cause pre-med is really tough. It's yeah. really hard. Yeah. Um, and so like, I would be like, Hey, what's going on? Like, how are you doing in your classes? Like, how's Paul Hom? Like, how can I help you? Like, what yeah. questions do you have? You know, like, so I could tell mm-hmm. like, though, like he's like in his periphery, like he sees his friend um, and then later he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to my friends. <laughs> <now."> <laughs> this guy. And this then guy. so some, yeah, some like you'll have a hard time, like sometimes making me shut up, you know? Mm. And so sometimes I'll talk too much, but then, yeah, I'll, I'll always, you know, but that's kind of like the posture I had coming into mm. new spaces these days. So that's one reason you would find me being kind of yeah. still the more, the more you, you know you know what's funny when he was sharing that i i actually struggle with the same thing too, oh yeah right and i think that's also part of reason why i'm subconsciously i'm like trying to like hold myself back and be more of a responder rather than an initiator 
because you you know me right i'm i'm that guy who like skip all the formality and just go straight into like what is god calling you to do Yo, in he your does life? that all the <laughs> right right like I, hi like, i'm justin yeah. nice to meet you it's yeah. like if you went if you died today would you believe you're going to heaven <laughs> like okay like okay i kind of hate that question <laughs> no but like i'm just but, saying like it's yeah. something like what the hell i just met you right yeah, now. yeah 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 exactly and but so, it forces a conversation though. it does it does but then i realized like, some people they do reciprocate well whereas <laughs> other people they're like get kind of freaked out because like i don't really like you don't even know my last name and you're asking me about my yeah. like my journey my life journey <laughs> And so Grace actually also told me like, yeah, not many people, because then I get like upset too. I'll be like, yo, yo, tell me about like your deepest secret, <laughs> or yeah. like, or like one. I asked Grace Childers like, what's one thing that you really regret about your life? Wow. <laughs> but then you know she she's like, she actually received it well, and she's like, oh, let me actually think about that. Like nobody asked me that before. And she's mm. like, but when they don't reciprocate, I'm like low key get low-key upset I'm like huh it's like they, they don't like they me yeah they didn't yeah, respond to yeah, me yeah. and then grace is like you do realize like what you ask <laughs> yeah like what you ask it's not <laughs> something that people talk about it's like you need to you need to chill out a little bit i was like oh i see i see and so i also um kind of find myself in that position as well like where i have to remind myself it's like okay like college kids like sometimes you do need to have some fun like talk about some stupid things and um just not just chill out a little bit and let them come to me instead of me like initiating yeah, everything. Cause you gotta like match the vibe right. sometimes, like match the energy of other people. I think your in and out story when I was carrying that uh, two liter bottle mm -hmm. of soda yeah. around, I think that was the epitome of like what I could do had I, like if I lose control. Oh. <laughs> if I like, lose Cause you did, you, you actually, right. I think like a few hours later in the day and I was like, Jung, like it was so funny when you said this, she's like, Dude, I don't remember anything from like <laughs> 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Like, I don't remember the sermon. I don't remember yeah. nothing. Like, you feel drunk yeah. when you're sleep deprived. Yeah. Like, it's a yeah. very like, similar feeling. Like, I really. can take over the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, no. No fear. Yeah, no tomorrow. Just, no consequences. Just, yeah. <laughs> I see. That's very interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, hopefully, you know, it's nice getting to know you. And hopefully we can also build yeah. on this brotherhood. Right. I think, I think we have a. You're really interesting in the sense that age doesn't come into play when you're like talking with people. Me? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, you could you could you could chill vibe with the youth kids, college kids, your friends and also like people in our thirties. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like everywhere. Mm. But yeah, that's that's one of my conviction is that um, this church is like once once the service ends and people go out to eat. A um, lot of the young adults, actually pretty much all the young adults, we just kind of dip. Mm -hmm. And it's just the college kids. But it's young, there's pretty good size of young adults in our church yeah. as well, right? Yeah, it's just that we don't really get to, I don't, at least I don't really get to like talk with them or get to know mm -hmm. them because they always have somewhere to go or they're mm -hmm. tired or they don't want to be like <laughs> with a bunch of college kids. Yeah. <laughs> and so... That's something that we're trying to like think like what can we do mm -hmm. like, can we do like a bible study or even like a like a fellowship with just 25 and up 25 <laughs> 25 26 and up kind of deal the retreat sounded like a yeah it's it's promising. coming up so i think oh, um, we're, oh. we're we're trying to do it i think in september sometime mm -hmm. oh it's in, but september. in terms of just like the days it's still like 
think being decided, but it would definitely be like a Friday through a Sunday kind of thing where people are able to come on the weekend. I, you mentioned Claire works on Saturday, yeah, so, so she might have to. It will probably come up Saturday after work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's something that like you wouldn't know. Like I definitely learned about Justin today. It's like him mentioning like how he kind of places himself in that conversation. Mm. But I wouldn't have known if unless I had talked to him this for this long. I mean, how long has it been? Like an hour or an mm-hmm. hour? But I mean... Yeah, hopefully, like other people can figure that out too. Not just by listening, but yeah. like actually going to people and talking at church. So it just takes one person, right? It just yeah. takes one person to to start that. And takes. like, if Jung, let's say, randomly went after Sunday, be like, "Hey, yo, like young adult and up, you guys want to hit a different restaurant?" <laughs> then it might, it might be kind of interesting, right? Like yeah. slowly, yeah. Yeah. Slowly, something could happen. Jung, wake up. Jung, you're dreaming. Like, yeah. Everyone's gone. It's just Justin. Bro, bro. Uh, Justin, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll see me every two weeks now for our podcast. So. Mm. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure we'll oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, this is a good episode. Yeah. You want to close us off? Get to know. You, okay, I, I don't swear, Jung has <laughs> been saying this every time. Like, you want to close us out? And I feel like I have to pray. <laughs> right, right, right. Because I'm like... Yeah. All right, let's pray. Yeah. <laughs> like usually when someone says that, but um, yeah, I mean, I I'm very glad we made it mm-hmm. <laughs> with uh, Justin and finally finally got around to having him on and actually meeting up outside of church. Yeah, <laughs> what feels like the first time. Yeah. But um, hopefully, people like Justin and at our church can feel more comfortable to have this kind of conversation. Not only with Jung and I, but maybe you can inspire others mm-hmm. <laughs> to initiate. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, you guys were you guys are really great hosts. I think everything kind of went smoothly, so whoever is uh, hesitant to come on, I think you guys will feel comfortable to share. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think uh, that that uh, that brings us to a close here. Jung, you want to pray? Yeah. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Okay. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening to Pain and Jungle podcast. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram. What's our at? I, uh, paint at painted jungle podcast there we go yeah okay. that's right. there's no so duh sure. no no, no. you always say the but you gotta write this mm. well uh, yeah join us there um find us on anchor find us on spotify apple music but besides that have a great day yeah thank you peace peace